Welcome to the Money and Meaning Show. I'm your host, Kenei Quarter, National Certified Counselor and the world's number one clinical financial hypnotherapist. Each week, I'll share with you the research I'm uncovering as I chronicle the search for meaning over money. My interviews, tips, and resources will help you determine what you need to get the most out of your practice and your life. Because life is about more than money. It's about meaning. So let's get into today's show. Hey there, my prosperos. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is time for Q&A with Kinay. And I know we haven't done this, wow, in a long time. I didn't do it in 2020. And it's halfway, almost halfway through. Okay, it's not halfway through, but at least a quarter of the way through 2021. So welcome to the first episode of Q&A with Kinay in a very long time. I'm so glad you're here because I'm answering your questions. So you know how at the end of the podcast, if you listen all the way to the end, I know you do, that I say you can email me your question if you have that. And some people actually do it. Now, some people will send me their situation. It's not necessarily a question. And what I ask is that you just do a small recording. You talk for like a minute or two tops. Don't create a personal podcast episode to me. So, you know, tell me your situation. Ask your question. When you give, like, if you have a question, give a little color around it. Like, say, for instance, if somebody says, somebody did say, you know, how do I teach my children to have a healthy money mentality? Well, I don't know if that child is three or 13 or 30. I have a 30-year-old and I'm still teaching her. And so you, you could give a little background on it. Like there's a question, how do you navigate when you and your partner have different money mentalities? Now, I don't know if that is a partner in a relationship, marriage, you know, that kind of thing, or if that is a business partner. So if you're going to send a question, make sure you give me a little color around the question so I can really answer it because I'm going to answer it in the way that I interpret it. But if you give me more detail, then I can give you back what you need rather than my interpretation. Does that make sense? Okay. So that is my I guess, explanation of what I'm looking for in a question. But now I'll just go ahead and answer some questions. And I got some really good ones. And I just want to say that I'm excited about doing Q&A with Kene again. Now, I used to do these with other people. It used to be Q&A with Andy and Kene. It was with Tara and Kene. And I think I did it with Amy too. So it's awesome that when I get to do it with someone else, because then you get another perspective. Like if I do it with a, a male or someone who has a job rather than own a business, then you get different perspectives because some of the wellness professionals I work with are going to be entrepreneurs. Most of them, a good number of them. However, there are some who are working for other people and I'm hoping that they tell their employers about me so that I can come in and shift the culture in that business. Anyways, I got off topic. I'm just telling you 
who usually listens to the show, and you can determine which one you are. Now, you may say, can I have neither of those? Because sure, when I have my questionnaire, one of the things that happens when you come in, when you take the money mentality quiz, you come into our world and we want to know who you are. And so sometimes people check the box that they are a wellness or healthcare professional. And some people check the box that they are not. And that's okay, but they might still be mission driven. So they may be on a mission to help the world, heal the world in different ways. So one of the people that we work with, they do business coaching. So technically they're not in the in the healthcare space, but they are in the helping, healing, self-development space. I'm bringing this up because some of the answers to the questions that I give will be specific to the people that I typically work with. And that's who I'm assuming is asking these questions. Now, if this is your question, or if you have a similar question, but that's not your situation, then remember that this is for educational, informational purposes in some people would say entertainment purposes. I don't know your your specific situation, so I can't give specific answers, but I'm giving as close as I can. Got it. So a question that I get a lot, I just wanted to answer this frequent, too frequently asked questions first, and then I'm going to go into the ones you guys asked, is, is hypnotherapy the only way to change your money mentality? Now, the the question usually says money mindset, but first I want to say that we don't work on money mindset here. We work on your money mentality. And the reason why that's different is because money mindset is just a piece of it. Money mindset is the conscious part the part when people say, oh, all you have to do is think positive. All you have to do is think like a millionaire. All you have to do is, you know, those, that's just the conscious stuff that people are going to say, oh, you have to feel like you're worthy. And most of the time, it's not about you feeling like you're worthy. It's about other deep down subconscious things that had, that happened to you long before you even knew what worthy was about because we were born worthy. We all came out of our mother's womb, even if we were adopted, we we originated from a womb and we came out with pride and confidence. And we were like, feed me, clothe me, get me some food around here. Like, how, why is everybody, nobody paying attention to me? Hey, I'm over here. Like we had confidence and it went away. You know, our, our self-worth gets chipped away at because of things that happened to us in life. But the bottom line is you were born with it. So it's in you. It's there. And you don't need anybody to tell you that you're worthy. It's just that you have gotten distracted by all the things that have happened to you. So going back to the original question, how like do you have to have hypnotherapy to change your money mindset or money mentality? No, that's not the only way. It's, I would say, the fastest way but it's not the only way. But I want you to understand that first, it's not your money mindset that hypnotherapy is working on. It's your subconscious brain that hypnotherapy is working on. So let go of forcing yourself to shift your money mindset because you can, you can, you can consciously think different, but it doesn't mean your actions are going to be different, right? So another frequently asked question I get is, 
Well, Kene, I I scored a president on the money mentality quiz, but I don't feel like a president. Ah, okay. So what's going on here? What's going on here is the first question. You have changed your money mindset, right? The conscious part of your brain. You know the answers. You know what to do, but you're just not doing it. Why? Because your subconscious brain hasn't changed. Your mentality hasn't changed. And so, well, there's another reason why you score a president is one, you might just be answering the questions based on how you want to feel, not in how you feel or what you want to do, but not in what you actually do right now. Yeah, I want you to let that set in for a second. Like you're answering those questions based on who you would like to be, not who you are. But let's say for argument sake that you are already this person. You are answering these questions based on who you are right now. In your brain, you believe this is what you should do in this moment and would like to do. But when you're triggered and the emotions get around, come around, then you don't do what you know you should do. And you've heard me say it. This is not the definition of insanity. This is the definition of humanity. We all do it. That is the typical human being. The typical human being knows what to do, but doesn't do it. Why? Because the brain goes towards familiar and away from unfamiliar. So if you are familiar with, I don't know, let's say spending your money, then that's what you're going to do. If you're unfamiliar with saving your money or investing your money, then you're not going to do it. You're just not. Until you decide to shift your money mentality. Now, you know, if you listen to me for a while, time and repetition is one way to shift your money mentality. So if you scored a president on the money mentality quiz and you don't feel like a president, it's likely that you are in the incubation stage kind of thing. You know how here in the U.S., if you, I know you might not be here in the U.S., but here in the U.S., when we elect a president, we elect them in November and they become the actual president January 21st. So the inauguration for you hasn't quite happened yet. So you were nominated president, but you haven't quite stepped into office. That's the way I like to explain it because you're on the path. You know, we say the path to prosperity. Well, you're on that path and on that path to prosperity might be this election and inauguration part of the process. Now that doesn't happen for everybody. It depends on your money mentality and which one you're switching from as well. So just take your time. Know that it does take some time and repetition. So to answer that question fully and completely, no, hypnotherapy is not the only way. It is one way. And I see it as the fastest way. It is a beautiful, magical healing modality that can take you from where you are to where you want to be very quickly. Time and repetition is another way. You just take time to do it over and over and over again, have accountability around you, have people correcting you, calling you kind of on your stuff and you call yourself on your stuff, you know, having more insight, but insight is not required 
with hypnotherapy, but insight is required with time and repetition. So you're going to have to get to know yourself and really dig deep. And you probably have to take a lot of different courses because those different courses are just going to chip away at and chip away at and chip away at what's in the way, you know, that block. But hypnotherapy is going to remove that block like a bulldozer, but it's not going to be painful. That's the beautiful thing about hypnotherapy. It is not painful at all. In fact, it's the opposite of painful. Most people say, oh, it felt so good. So that's another reason why I like it. And it's a reason why men do so well with hypnotherapy because men don't a lot of times want to go through all the emotion, bringing up all those emotions. Now those emotions will come up, but it'll just be brief. Like you might cry during a hypnotherapy session, whether we're talking about money or love or adventure in your life. Because when we work with somebody, a lot of times they do come to us because they have money and they, they want more meaning. Now, when I say come to us, I mean, when we're doing the one-on-one or intensive hypnotherapy, that is a premium service that usually you have had to already have made money in order to indulge in it, in order to invest in it. If you are, that you have meaning in your life, but you need more money, then our group or our prosperity club, that's the name of our group, is probably best for somebody who has meaning, but not enough money. People who have money, but not enough meaning, usually do our intensive one-on-one with me um, or one of our trained therapists, hypnotherapists, that is. A lot of times that's men. They want they want to have a big shift in a short amount of time. And they might come to us about money, you know, finding that meaning, having money and it just not being enough. And they finally realize there's they need to do something else in life. They want to connect with their partner more. They want to, you know... D- have spend more time with their children and they just don't know how to stop because all they know how to do is work because that's what they've done for the last 20 years and it's worked for them. I am that catalyst that gets them to change very quickly. Let me see if I have answered that question fully and completely and properly. I think I have, but I just want to look at, make sure. Yeah, I have. So If you have more questions, like if that just sparked more questions for you, you know what to do. Send us an email at podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. So the next question that I got was around a lot of times my savers are going to have some anxiety around spending. So this question is around how do I feel good about my spending. Really, this person is specifically asking about spending at restaurants. And boy, can I tell you, I can relate. The place where I get the most anxiety around spending is at a restaurant. So I'm going to answer this question based on what I did to shift. So one of the things that I did to shift is I got vigilant at only going to restaurants that I'm going to love. So for somebody who's a foodie who loves to try new restaurants, this may not apply because I don't care about trying new restaurants. I want to feel good about giving them my money. I don't want to feel good about being curious or having experience. Some people just feel good about, you know, the curiosity. Oh, I went to that place once to be able to say that. That's this, this exercise, this talk won't be for you. This is more so if you like, you want to dine out, but you want to enjoy the experience and you don't want 
to be disappointed, basically. So you first are going to find those places that you love to go to. And you may have your own favorite breakfast spot, one or two of those. And you may have, you know, a lunch spot that you like to go to. You may have the, the kind of place where you like to bring a group of people. So you kind of collect those. But this is going to take time. I know you're asking me this question without, without hypnotherapy. This is what you'll need to do. So you'll find you have your little list of restaurants you love. Now I'm taking, I'm specifically talking about restaurants because that was the question, but this works when it comes to spending overall. So that's first. Second, you want to look at what is it that I am hoping to experience here? And if you get that experience, then right before the bill comes, I want you to think about how great this experience was. Not judge it, just think about what went well. Huh, the, the server was nice. You know, they, they made my drink exactly the right way I like it to be made. It wasn't watered down. You know, the food was awesome. And the temperature here is actually really nice. Like I could stay here for more, another hour. The environment, whatever it is, like just think of what went well. That way, when the bill comes, you're not in scarcity mode. You're not in, oh, no, this isn't fair. You took advantage of me. Because a lot of times people believe, when I'm working with people and they have trouble with spending, a lot of times they believe it is about them being cheap. It probably isn't. It's likely that the feeling that you have is around you being taken advantage of. Yeah. If you can look at that bill and say, I feel like a winner. Like I got more than I expected or this is exactly what I expected. As long as it's exactly what I expected, like it's fair or I won, then you're probably not going to have as much anxiety around the money. Now, let's say you do. The problem is probably that you did it. You're not focusing on the right thing. If you felt good about it, but in this moment you get the bill and you don't want to pay it, then it's probably because you're not focused on the fact of what was going well. Those are facts. Just focus on the facts. Now, sometimes I want you to focus on the truth right now. I'll, and I'll tell you the difference between the two later, but I want you to focus on the facts. The fact is that the ambiance was good. You felt good about it. Your drink was made well. There was, those are facts. So let's focus on the facts. Hey there. I know you want to become a prosperity pro. And one of the ways to do that is to take our money mentality quiz. Now at Presidential Lifestyle, we call your money personality, your money mentality. And we've learned that your money mentality is your money reality, whether you deserve it or not. Now in my years of clinical practice, I found there are seven money mentality types. Do you know your money mentality? Well, you should because not knowing it could be holding you back from getting to your next level financially. Maybe you're a spender or a saver, or you could be an enthusiast or a hero. Now, I know you may not have heard of the last two, but if you take the quiz, you'll find out your money mentality. It's easy, fun, and only takes three minutes because you already know all the answers. Take the money mentality quiz. It'll help you name your money personality so you can tame your thoughts, feelings, and actions around money. So go ahead take the quiz. The link is in the show notes and you might even want to share it with a friend. 
then there's the truth. The truth is, well, they might not have paid that much for this salmon that they sold me. They probably they probably bought it for a dollar and sold it to me for 10. Yeah, that's true. That probably is true. But $10 is your price because this is a business. Just like you own a business, there's going to be markup. Fact. The truth is, oh, my server probably didn't even want to serve us. She looks like she has seven tables and she was, you know, doing her best. And, but she looks like she probably didn't even want to be here. The truth is, she might not have wanted to be here. The fact is, she is here and she gave her all to you. So regardless of what the truth is, the truth is all the stuff that we can think of. But sometimes those are the facts too. But I'm going to give you a really detailed truth and fact because I find that people get caught up in the facts and and lose the truth. You've probably done this yourself. And if you get caught up in the facts and you lose the truth, then you're not going to feel good about it. And sometimes the facts are silly statistics. And come on, you know that statistics lie. <laughs> so some of my data scientists out there, you know you have worked with a client who, and I'm saying this because I've seen this happen with Jason, our data scientist here, his other clients that he works with, where they want to manipulate the data. And sometimes he has to fight with them to not manipulate the data because people want to hear what they want to hear. So they'll say, but isn't it true that this is this is this? It's like, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but here is the data that came back. When you polled your audience or your customers, here is the data that came back. So you can try and change it if you want to, but you won't get the truth. So that's why I say sometimes we focus too much on the facts, the facts being what you want the answer to be, and you lose the truth. I don't know why that happens. It just is what happens. And when it happens, it is detrimental to you, not the person that you're evaluating or not even the situation that you're evaluating. So focus let go, like just let go of facts and even truth. Just let go. Now, I'm a truth kind of person because I'm not I'm not analytical. I'm not studying and researching and getting down to the facts. So a lot of what I do, what you will experience with me is truth because I'm going off of gut instinct a lot and the gut, the truth sometimes for me is more potent than the facts. And when I go off of the truth, then I typically am able to help and serve more. When I go off of the facts, I'm usually bogged down. So I'm sharing that with you. I went way off of the the topic, but I needed to give you that so that you'll understand what happens when you're spending. Are you in your fact or are you in truth? And You need to be in the truth when you want to be able to let go and explore because there's so many different possibilities and none of them are facts. So the facts, you really have to get clear on the facts, the logical facts. The logical fact is 
you are in this restaurant. That is a fact that you are in this restaurant. Jamie was your server. That is a fact. What might be true in your head perspective is that Jamie was more attentive to the other person than she was to me. That's not a fact. That's truth. That's what it feels like. It feels like Jamie put more attention over there than she did over here. But how do you know that that's not Jamie's mother at that other table? Of course, Jamie's going to give that person more attention if they're her mother, right? That would be a fact, but we don't know if that's the fact. All we know is the truth, is that it feels like Jamie put her attention over there more. But did I get what I needed? So forget that she might have paid more attention to those people. They needed what they needed and their expectation got met. But did my expectation get met? Yes. So get out of that. So don't go analyzing and overanalyzing and trying to rationalize why this bill is not right. Because in truth, real truth, down deep inside, facts even, you got what you needed. And that is the fact. Did you get what you needed? You came here for a specific thing. So this is what I want you to do. Let me make it real. Because that was a lot of esoteric. Oh my God, Kenny, I don't know if I'm following you. I get it. Because that's what usually when we work together, it takes weeks for people to be able to separate that. It takes weeks for people to come in and tell me what went well. So a lot of what I do is against the programming. So you might not even be able to roll with me right now, but that's okay. Keep going. You will, because I'm going to keep explaining this. So here's what you'll need to do. You'll need to first know what you would like. Set your intention. This is what I want. And then have a measurement. The way that you'll be able to set that intention is sometimes it's a feeling. I feel attended to. Sometimes it is more like, oh, she checked on me after she dropped off everything. She came back. There's this one place that we love to eat at and it is it is expensive, but I love this place. And typically I don't like to spend money on food out at restaurants because I can cook very well and my food is usually better than most places that we go. And even Jason will tell you that. And most of my family will tell you that too. Everybody that I cook for, they say that, but Jason is the one who's experienced it every single day consistently. And that's the thing. My food is consistent and I don't like to go places if the food is not going to be consistent. So there's this one place that we go and it is pretty pricey, but every single time I love it because of this. When we order, we just order what we want and then they put it, it's kind of like, I guess it would be considered like tapas, but it's vegan sushi. Anyways, they put it in the order it would be best. So we say, this is what we want to eat today. And they say, oh, we need to bring this out first. And these two pair together. So we'll bring those two together. They do that. We don't even have to figure that out. The other thing, they come back and check on us. Hey, how was that sweet potato roll or whatever? How did you like it? Oh, you did. Oh, okay. Oh, you didn't like it. Mm. Okay. Let me see. You probably would like this better because it has this. And I know you like that other thing. Kind of like that. So they're working it through with me, not leaving me out there. And they're not getting irritated because my dietary restrictions, let me tell you, they are plenty and many. So, And there's this other place we like to go to that they don't care how you change the menu. So I could say, you know how you have spaghetti squash, which let me tell you, a restaurant that has spaghetti squash, love them. Because I like to use spaghetti squash as my pasta 
because um, I'm gluten-free, but I don't really typically like gluten-free pasta. It usually isn't good. So I'd rather have something that is what it is, which is spaghetti splash. And so they have, so I, so I could say like, oh, can you do this dish, but use the spaghetti squash? And they would totally do it. So I like freedom. I like autonomy. I like to be, get creative. All of those are my idea of prosperity. So I said all of that to say, if you can meet your idea of prosperity and you can get in touch with that feeling, you need to know what that feeling feels like so that when you do feel it, you can say, ah, I got it. And it is worth the money. And then you also have to have a budget, right? You're not going in there saying sky is the limit. If you could say, well, the most I could pay for my breakfast would be $100. $100, that's what I'm willing to pay for an awesome experience. The most I'm willing to pay for my dinner to have just an awesome experience is $300. Like that is what I'm willing to pay. Whatever the amount is, and we you can apply that to shoes or dresses or suits or you know zip lining or helicopter ride, whatever it is, have the number in your head. So that's the logical stuff, the practical stuff, but then also know what that feeling feels like. At the end, I want to feel like just if I take this helicopter ride. I want to feel on top of the world. When I land, I want to feel like, oh my gosh, I love that. That was so awesome. Like, you know how you want to feel. So marry those two and then you'll be able to receive the bill easier. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're getting it. I feel you're getting it. Good. So try that a couple times. So that's kind of all we have time for because that was a lot. Because even though I was answering the question, I was also answering other questions that come up in that. I hope you picked up some of those little nuggets that I was dropping there. And if you had, if you didn't, if you didn't get them all, go ahead and listen back because this episode is full, but it's one of those episodes that's going to build later. So I want you to have it in your, you know, in your subconscious, because I'm going to pull other stuff in as I answer more questions. I think I want to do a Q&A with Kine more often now since we have more questions. And what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do is if I can, you know, I'm not always good at this, but I'm going to reference another episode like, oh, I'm answering this question from a, a level two because I answered that question in episode 104. So now in this episode, I'm not going to give you the, the base. I'm going to give you the next level. So that is my goal. We'll try and take really good notes so that we'll be able to do that. And if I don't do that, you'll be able to do that. Makes sense? Good. Like we're working together in this. This is our podcast together. I'm here for you and I want to make this experience lovely. And even though it is free to you, you're not paying for it. You are paying with time and I value your time. I value my time. So I want to make sure that we're both getting out of it what we need to get out of it. So if you have questions, go ahead and send us an email. You can just type it up if it's not going to be too long and you can put it in, you can send it to podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. If it's something that you're going to want to give us some color around, then record a one or two minute you know, situation. You can start off by saying, Kine, my question is, Right. And then you're going to state your question. And then behind that, 
you're going to say, and here are the details, right? So for example, Kene, my question is, how do you teach your children to have a healthy money mentality? Now, here are the details. My daughter is 13 years old and she goes to private school and she goes to school with people who who are more wealthy than we are. And she comes home and she talks about all the material things that Jenny and Allie, whoever, has. I am trying to tell, teach her to focus on what we have and that being enough. But I don't know if I'm getting through to her. So that to me is a full, I know what your real pain is. Like you asked me the question, but like now I understand what your pain is. I understand who your daughter is. So I'm not going to give you a three-year-old answer. I get that her money mentality is really already set in place. So what we need to do is shift it. And I will tell you, and I'll go deeper in this later, but if you are looking at someone who is in survival mode, like they're barely staying alive. Maybe they're getting a divorce and their spouse is taking everything from them and leaving them in the poor house. That is That statement is what people say a lot. My, my spouse is taking everything and they're leaving me in the poor house. A lot of times it comes from men, but women will say it too, because every once in a while, the man is trying to strip everything from the woman. But sometimes it happens the other way because the woman is so angry, she feels like she lost. And so if somebody is in dire straits in the survivor mode, then their money mentality can't be measured at this moment. You cannot measure your money mentality when you're just trying to stay alive. You just can't. And and I can explain that later, but it's just not the time. For example, if you met somebody and they were running from a pack of hyenas, I know you're usually not running from a pack of hyenas. Just go with me on this really weird analogy. They're running from a pack of hyenas and they see you on the side of the street and they're like, hey, and they keep going. Then you're like, wow, that person didn't even stop to talk to me. It's like, well, they're trying to stay alive. They're trying not to get eaten by this pack of hyenas. They can't stop and have a shoot the breeze conversation with you. So they're not going to be themselves in that moment. Now, if it wasn't a pack of hyenas chasing them, trying to eat them up, then they would stop and like, hey, how are you? What's been going on? Blah, blah, blah. They'll have a deep, deeper, more meaningful conversation with you. But in this stress moment, all they got out was high. If that, they might not even said that. They might've just ran past you. And it's like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with Robert? He's so distant. He's trying to stay alive. Okay. So that is our show for today. <laughs> I know you're like, what? You're just going to leave me there? Yeah, I am going to leave you there because I want you to be thinking about that for you and for the other people you run into. Stop judging people who are in survivor mode. Now, the striver and thriver mode, a lot different. They'll be a lot different. But in survivor mode, you're not getting to know the true them. And you're not, you're not your true self when you're in survivor mode. So I want to tell you, it's time to live. It's time to thrive. Not even strive. You want to get out of that. Because that's where I meet people a lot of times, in striver mode. Especially my men who have money, who want more meaning. We have so much more to talk about. So this wraps up Financial Awareness Month. So I'm happy that we wrapped it up with some Q&A and with some deep, you know, I, I gave a lot of fundamental at the beginning. And now this I went kind of back to esoteric and feeling and all of that, because that's really 
what your subconscious brain is all about feeling. Because I want you to understand it's the feeling. I got to help you get to that feeling. And I can do it better in hypnosis, but I'm, I can do it with time and repetition here on the podcast. I'm so glad we had this conversation. Yeah. Because I feel like I dropped a lot of information on you, but I also feel like inside there, if you really allow it, that there are some shifts that you can have just by listening to this episode. If you do the work, it's going to take some effort. If you don't have hypnotherapy, it doesn't take much effort when I'm doing hypnotherapy. It doesn't take much effort at all on your part. But when we're doing time and repetition, it does. So go ahead, put the effort out there. Shift your money mentality. You know, know that hypnotherapy is an option for you. You can always reach out to us when you take the money mentality quiz. Or if you take our path to prosperity, pop-up hypnotherapy. I always tell you how you can work with us. You can work with me. You can work with one of our trained hypnotherapists. You can work with us in the group, which will be a combination of me and one of our trained hypnotherapists. So wherever you are right now, whether you want to be in the group, you want to be one-on-one, or you just want to continue to come, you know, collaborate here on the podcast, wherever you are, I am here with you. All right. I'll see you sooner. Thanks for listening all the way to the end, my Prosperity Pro. I want to stay connected with you. Here are four ways. Pick the one that works best for you if you want to stay connected with me. One, if you have any questions, I'd love to answer them. Send them to podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. I'd love it if you would make a one or two minute audio message and attach it to an email. That'd be the easiest way for me to get it. Ask me anything about creating a life of meaning over money, and I'll get you an answer. Remember, the email address is podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. Two, subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends because you guys might want to have a discussion about it, especially if they're a CEO who wants to shift from the old American dream to a life of meaning. Three, we try not to have any sponsors on this show unless they are truly in line with our values. I mean, really a good fit. So that means we fund this podcast ourselves. I'd like you to take a look at our resource page to see if there's any products or services that we recommend that are right for you. If not, no worries, maybe later. If so, please use our affiliate link to purchase. Thank you in advance for doing that. You are such an amazing person. Okay, four and last. If you want to know what's happening over here at Presidential Lifestyle and you want us to email you the update, then go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash blog slash now. And you'll see the current updated blog for the week but you'll also see a link to subscribe to that blog. We can email it to you if you like. That's presidentiallifestyle.com slash blog slash now. Don't worry. You don't have to remember that link or any links. They're all in the show notes. Oh, and I forgot to say, if you're enjoying this podcast, go ahead and leave us a review and tell us how much you're enjoying it. 
And now for the legalese. This podcast is not to replace professional counsel. The best advice is from a professional who knows you and your specific situation. The topics discussed in this podcast are general in nature and for informational or entertainment purposes only. We encourage you to meet with a professional that you can discuss your specific situation with. Whether you choose us or someone else, one-on-one counsel is important, whether it's a financial, therapeutic, legal, or other decision. So that's all for now. I'll see you next episode. And remember, you can have wealth in all of its forms. Believe it, and you'll soon see it.